It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so today we're going to talk about guns. We're going to talk about guns and giggles. We're going to talk about guns and a comedy <laughs> show. Guns and giggles. We used to have this comedy show at Central Texas Gunworks called Guns and Giggles. And about four years ago, we actually had uh, some female comedians that were supposed to perform in Guns and Giggles at Central Texas Gunworks. And when President Trump was elected into office on election night, I posted something on social media that said, well, actually, I can't say it on the radio. Ooh, must <laughs> have been real bad. Something related to uh, grab, grab them. by. Yeah, that's yeah. right. What were you I, doing having women comedians on your show? Well, you know, I, I, you I, I mentioned wrong. something on, on social media that I was going to grab the comedian by the you know what. And so the comedian got upset. And said, you know what? We're not doing a comedy show. You know? And, and I'm like, what do you mean? Save it for the stage. Who was You're it? You're a comedian. What comedian was it? I don't even know. <laughs> you know, save it for the stage. If you he know? remembered, that would mean that they were important. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't point. remember the person, so they're insignificant. And so we haven't done a comedy show in four years. So now it's back. We're going to do Guns and Giggles once again. Guns and Giggles. I'm excited, man. This is my first time uh, doing the show as a Texan. And my host for Guns and Giggles. I'm Eli Halpern. What up, Eli? You're going to host the show. Yeah, I just want to say I love Texas. My, my perception of guns, perspective on guns has changed drastically since I moved here from California. Oh, wait. What if they pass constitutional carry? I'm carrying. Hell yeah. Check this out. So when they pass constitutional carry, I got a knife I want to show you. This is what I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm actually going to. Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have this thing. I'm all right. So I got this knife. This is a. It's a knife. It's uh. It shoots a 38 caliber. And let me tell you, this is a. It's a nice huge knife. It's just a 38 caliber one shot. And so when you gut someone, then you can turn around and you can. You think you pull the trigger and shoot them, and that's going to be legal in Texas. I'll be able to carry that knife. And with that 38 caliber round in, in it without carrying, without a license. <laughs> then you'll be an anime character. <laughs> Say it again? <laughs> you'll be an anime character then. Oh, yeah, it'd be awesome. I, yeah. Oh, Do you man. think it's going to pass? It's going to pass. When? Oh, it'll, it'll, it'll pass before May 31st, before Memorial Day. It'll probably pass on that day. It'll be sent to the governor's office, and then it will go into effect September the 1st of 2021. Well, they're going to need a lot of memorials when <clears throat> I'm on the streets with my gun. Well, I'm going to give these out. To <laughs> I'm giving these to the homeless. I'm just going to pass these knives out to the homeless so they can they can just, you know, carry all these these knives. You, do you think I feel like homeless people should be that's my only gun control thing is uh, I don't think homeless people should have guns. Well, you know, they don't have you, property you can't protect. pick and choose. I was downtown today and there was a naked homeless person just walking down Congress. Really? With a gun? Butt naked. Did you see that homeless guy that was just carrying a rifle down 6th Street? No. When was that? Oh, uh, yeah. like like two weeks ago. <laughs> Maybe he should invest in a place instead, <laughs> <laughs> or rob someone for theirs. Something. Uh, 
I don't know. We'll, we'll see. All right, so we're going to have a... We're going to talk about guns and giggles. I'm actually having login problems right now. Okay, well, the whole you know, point of me... having guns is so you can protect your property, right? Correct. Like, you can shoot someone in the back of the head while you're hammered as long as they're on your property or stealing your property. That's America right there. That's America. Well, not necessarily on your property, though. Inside Explain. of your property, you so, can't do it in your lawn. So if they're if they're inside your house, oh yeah, yeah. The cash, we, we probably, well, I got to make a few calls to my lawyer. We probably <laughs> yeah. saved you from the old. Is right. it true that you can't get charged <laughs> with murder if the body is never found? Mm, not necessarily, because they don't necessarily have to have have the body in order to charge you with the murder. I thought that was a Texas thing. Someone told me that. No. Well, you know who told you that. An idiot, I assume. Someone that's probably in jail. Maybe don't believe everything that you hear. Yeah, he, yeah, he called me on a collect call. By the thought, way, that should have been a red flag. Hey, listen, man, I got I'm free the, game. I'm, I'm a jailhouse attorney, <laughs> just so you know. Misery loves company, right? That's right. Oh, man, crazy. You guys are insane. So, all right, so Eli, tell us about you and tell us what you do and why you're a comedian. My name is uh, Eli Halpert. I'm the co-host of Giggle Boys, one word. Look it up. It's hilarious. Produced by Faust Media. <laughs> and uh, Caspergers, which is a combination of the word podcast and Produced Asperger's. also by Faust Media. Correct. It has 37 five-star reviews on uh, the <laughs> Apple Podcast Store. 37 people can't be wrong. Uh, I also uh, have a company called Golden Cricket, which makes crickets into protein bars. GoldenCricket.com. We're taking pre-sale orders right now. <laughs> that was a beautiful plug And uh, well, how I started comedy? Yeah uh, Well, I just realized I liked being drunk and mean And I wanted to capitalize on it Okay <laughs> What does that mean? What does what mean? You just want to be drunk and mean? Yes You know what that means, Michael You're not really that mean, are you? I, I don't think so, but uh, other people do occasionally okay. And we're on the air, so we're on the radio So you can't say any of that stuff you say at part of your comedy show, unfortunately uh, Yeah, so, but, And you're also a fighter mm-hmm. You like fighting. Oh, yeah. yeah fighting. I just fought not, for the first time yesterday. Not MMA, but just boxing, right? Well, I'm getting there. I, I do jiu-jitsu, and I just did uh, Muay Thai, and next step is MMA. Okay, so you're kind of getting up there with, uh, what's that, Jake Paul? I don't want to be in the same sentence as him. Good, because I, can't, I don't, can't stand that I'm gonna, guy. I'm going to fight him. <laughs> thank, thank you. I appreciate you holding back on that one. <laughs> Everyone follow Giggle Boys and subscribe so I can get famous enough to beat him up. They, thank you very you're much. You're doing for good. It. I'm really good at this. You're, I don't know you why are. you're surprised. I am. Uh, oh, it's because I quit drinking. I quit drinking. Yeah, that's yeah, why. He's drinking lemonade. I'm in. Yeah. I'm impressed. God, that's a, that's exciting. I, I I got it together now. Nice. Keep it together. Keep it together. Well. Mu- <laughs> it's like well. You gotta use the mic. Don't don't pull use, back my thin veil of it. Yeah, talk to the mic. Uh, he was very good. That fight was uh, <clears throat> impressive. I was impressed. Was it? Thank you. And this was last night. Yeah. Who'd you fight? Um, some, uh, <laughs> a guy. This that, is going to be a hard show. Let a guy me that you. happened to be black. I don't know. Why this is so funny. I don't even want to know what you were going to say. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. No, it turns out that he was, I looked up his Instagram to and see if he Michael's had videos cousin. of him fighting. <laughs> I, t- I tried to find videos of him fighting. So I found his Instagram and, um, his bio said professional comedian. Really? And I was like, oh, I got to beat this guy up. <laughs> well, you're so scaring me right now. Go ahead. And then uh, and then crush him on stage, too. But, um, yeah, I accidentally clicked follow. And then after the fight, I went up and I was like, hey, like, you know, much love and stuff like that. And uh, which is a cool part about fighting. Everyone's like, 
gives each other a hug afterwards that after they beat each other up. It's, it's funny. It's nice. Weird. But um, I was like, yeah, I looked at your Instagram to see, and he, before I even finished my sentence, he's like, yeah, I saw you. Follow me. And I was like, oh, I, fo- I followed him on accident. And then I was like, damn it. And I clicked unfollow. <laughs> it wasn't fast enough. That's okay. And he saw it already. Yeah. All right. So we're he should have talk- been training. He should have been practicing. We're going to talk about guns and giggles. We're going to talk about guns. We're going to talk about constitutional carry. We're going to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Peace. This is Maj Touré. You're listening to Come and Talk It Radio with Michael Cargill. is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back and we're talking about guns and giggles. We are bringing guns and giggles back to Central Texas Gun Works. That's right, folks. Guns and Giggles, the comedy show. You know why? Because I own the domain. That's why. <laughs> yeah, guns and giggles. You can't even make that stuff up. That's a comedy show in the gun store. That's right. We're going to have comedians. We're going to have free pizza. It's going to be BYOB. That's right. You tag TABC. Tell them Michael Cargill told you so. BYOB <laughs> and free pizza. I can't wait to get heckled by someone with a gun. Holla back. <laughs> That's right. And you will. You'll get, you'll get heckled by someone openly carrying a handgun. How you like that? I'm carrying mine. And this right here is, is this is going to be the host of the show, Guns and Giggles. Tell him your name. My name's Eli Halpern, and I'm going to be the host of Guns and Giggles. <laughs> Which is ironic because I have a podcast called Giggle Boys. Those names mesh together. I believe that was unintentional. It was produced by Faust Media. <laughs> and you know what? And check this out. You know, we're also going to talk about constitutional care because I cannot wait until constitutional carry passes in Texas. When constitutional carry passes, I'm going to carry this knife right here you're looking at. This is a big old knife. I'm going to carry this sucker right here. I'm good. You know what? And matter of fact, I'm going to give a give us this knife to a bunch of bunch of homeless people. As many as homeless people I can find. I'm going to give them this knife. And this knife shoots a 38 special. Hey, Michael, do you think that might be a bad idea? I don't care. <laughs> Who cares? Constitutional carry passes. So everybody gets a gun. That's I agree right. with that. I think that the homeless should be armed and dangerous. <laughs> That's right. But they're going to get a knife. They're going to be able to shoot a 38 special. One round, one shot. That's right. They'll be able to stab you and shoot you all in one shot. That's and people right. People will I think finally should, respect them. They should just legalize constitutional carry so people can eradicate the homeless on their own. Ooh. Can't do that. I don't know who. <laughs> well, what? what? But we'll talk about. We're gonna, but we're going to talk about that doing so guns and giggles. You know, what? never. Mind. So you don't want to comply with Proposition B, but you want to have the homeless able to rob anyone. <laughs> well, I was going to say. What are you talking about? That's crazy. Well, you know, 
you know. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> and and someone asked when is when is it when is it going to pass? So constitutional carry, it has not passed. It has not passed. Nothing has passed. It only passed the House. It only passed the Senate. It still has to go to. Uh, they're gonna have a conference committee right now because there are some there are some amendments in the bill that actually caused a point of order. So it killed it in the House. So now the committees, some people from the Senate, some people from the House have to get together, you know, arm wrestle each other and decide what we're going to go with going forward. And if it can pass both of the House and the Senate, then it will go to the governor's office. But time is kick. Time is ticking uh, because they got to get this stuff done by May 31st. If not, then the bill's dead. We've got to wait till 2023, but you, it should pass. What do you think the odds of it passing are? It's going to pass. Give me a, give me a, the over under here. I'd say it's going to I'm I'm 100 percent sure it's going to pass. And why is that? Because the pressure's on. They don't like the pressure. They don't like their names being dragged through the mud. And their names being <laughs> dragged they? through the mud. Uh, your lieutenant governor and also your, Patrick. your speaker of the House. That is correct. And it used to be Bonin. Who is it now? It's, uh, I can't think of the speaker of the House. Dave Phelan. That's uh, right. He's the speaker of the House. And he doesn't want his name drugged through the mud. He, like Bonin? Yeah, that's right. So Ooh. they're saying he. They're like, "Hey, we're pretty. We're one hundred percent sure this is going to pass. We just have to work through the issue." Abbott said he'd sign it. He's going to sign it. He's going to sign. It. Now, he, Michael, tell me about that. That little uh, caveat, if you will, that gangbangers can now carry guns. Remember, you're telling me about this, right? All right. So there is a, an amendment in the bill that says, "Hey, if you're well, no, well, they actually add an amendment in the bill that says if you're a member of a street gang, you cannot." Oh, they fixed it. You cannot have a handgun, right? So they they, sure moved, they moved it from one spot to another. Oh yeah, because they're totally gonna listen right, to that. Right. They, so they. Yeah. So if you're their gang, job is to break the law. If you're a gang member, literally, you, that's all they do. Well, you know, it is what it is. Hey, so before we forget, I also we should also introduce our other uh, guest here, Mr. Reed Becker. It's Reed Marshall Becker. Yes. Okay. Sir. Well, you know what? So tell us, <laughs> and, you, and and what do you do, Reed? Uh, I'm a comic and a bit of an alcoholic. So you're a comedian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Not much of an alcoholic. You're drinking lemonade. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. So you can't, you can't um, drink, you know, every day, all the time. Michael, he uh, travels with Eddie Bravo and Sam Tripoli. Okay. The comics. Uh, Eddie Bravo's been on Joe Rogan with Alex Jones and et cetera, et cetera. Oh but, yeah, so, he, he gave Joe Rogan his black belt. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. In jujitsu, I should say. I gave Alex Jones his handgun license. Oh, did you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, see so we'll, we'll see who wins that fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <Shots> fired. <laughs> oh, Joe Rogan, you better come see me. Holla back. <laughs> oh. Peace. <laughs> All right. Oh. So, and, and so you're a comedian. Yes, sir. And yeah. you're going to be one of our comedians for Guns and Giggles. That's right. That's right. I'm going to tell jokes uh, that are inappropriate. Nice. <laughs> you have a clean joke for us? Uh, right cl- now? Uh, I, I, hashtag clean joke. Um, <clears throat> I do have a, uh, but it's it's a long uh, gun joke. Go ahead. I'll tell save me. it. I'll save it. It's it's too long. It's like. Oh, go ahead. We got five minutes. Go for hey, it. You know better than to ask comedians to tell jokes on the spot, Carl. Go ahead. Come on. I'll, I'll say I'll save it for uh, I'll save it for the show. How about that? It, oh, you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy darn. it. It never works as well off stage, you know. A rabbi oh. and a priest ran a coffee shop. Where's the black guy? <laughs> where's Where's the? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm not gonna say you stole that joke from me, but. <laughs> Uh, boy, I tell you, I don't even know what to say anymore. Uh, are you gonna make these two guys wear uh, bulletproof vests while they're telling the jokes, just uh, just in case they bomb? And, uh... I'm going to anyways. Okay, he, he's not wearing a bulletproof vest. He's a fighter. Did they even make him in your size. Ooh, well, that was a compliment. Yeah, I probably. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's a compliment. He said he's saying you're buff. He's a huge Jew. Yeah. He's a big Jew. Big, large. Yeah, yeah. 
Like it's Large unusually Jewish. low. And I, yeah. And, yeah, I didn't know you were Jewish. Yeah, that was by design. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We all know what happened last time. Everyone found out everyone was Jewish. Oh, gotcha. I, I did notice that you guys shoved the Jews at one side of the table. Hey, That's well, you know, <laughs> you know. That was by design. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see you, you, you kept it a secret. I understand. Yeah. All right. Also, uh, it's 2021. I got to have a victim card. Yeah. Oh. You can't just be a white man out here. Right, right, right. So I'm not wearing a yarmulke like Ben Shapiro. Right. I'm just not. I'm not a white guy. I'm Jewish. All right. All right. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we also are going to have Jason Rouse on the show. I'm sure that you're uh, you you'll you'll love him. Oh my oh, god! I bet we could turn him into a huge gun nut. Yeah, I, I bet we can. Like, I, I, I bet talked about he's it. from Canada, right? Oh, really? He's from Canada. Yeah, oh, I got yeah. I got two uh, two Canadians on the show, nice. and they both are hungry for gun knowledge, Michael. Nice. So we're going to have bring them on the radio. Show oh yeah, well and Rouse here. would love guns for sure, 100. percent yeah, two Canadians and a Californian. So when, when is the Guns and Giggles uh, show going to be? This is going to be June 5th, <laughs> Saturday. Corona. 8 p.m. at Central Texas Gunworks, 321 West Ben White Road, hosted by Eli Halpern, and we're going to have Jason Rouse, Reed Becker, Brett Erickson, Zach Moore from 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu. And one more time, when is that going to be? Ben White Boulevard? Yeah, it's, it's Ben White Boulevard. Ben, ben, ouch. It's Ben White okay. Boulevard. So well, once again, when's it going to be? June fifth, eight p.m. June fifth, June fifth, eight p.m. Eight p.m. It's gonna be a Saturday. Saturday, June fifth. What time, guys? Eight p.m. 8 p.m. Thank you, everybody. Right. Oh wait, I can't. And make we're it. gonna have. It's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even funny. <laughs> That's not even funny. It's gonna be BYOB. Bring your own booze, and we're gonna have free pizza for you. That's right. Gun it's gonna be. Still gonna be able to drink and carry. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, you know, you, wonderful. You, you just cannot be. In, you can't be intoxicated. Yeah, understandable. Listen, listen, man. What are you, the feds? Oh, That's right. This is, yeah, this is Guns and Giggles. Yeah, you can carry a gun. You can open carry. You can conceal carry. Do whatever you want to do. Michael, can I conceal carry if it's on your property at the gun store? Yes, you can. You can conceal carry. You can openly carry your handgun. But as soon as I, but as soon as I leave the store, I got to get oh, right in my car, you don't right? Have your I don't, no, I don't have my license. Oh, no, sir. You need a license. Even if it's on, but I can carry on my private property. And if that's your private property, if you're giving me permission, you can carry it in your vehicle. Can you? No, I want you to have a license. That no, he can, he can carry it in his vehicle. I, that way I can check your background. You, I tried and I you got have, denied. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you can have it in your vehicle. You can have it, you know, without a license. You can have it here at home, to and from your home, your vehicle. What inside. about my friend's house? Uh, well, if you're doing some gun cleaning, let's say we're doing something, an activity where the gun's going to be used, then yeah, you can carry it. But you can carry in your vehicle, correct? Yeah, you can have it in your vehicle, concealed in the vehicle. So if he's if he wanted to bring his gun into the shop, he yeah. would just ram his car through the well, front door. Well, it's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, know, you just say, hey, you know, well, I'm going to the gun store and I'm going to drop it off at the gunsmith, so I'm gonna take my gun inside. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's all it's all loopholes yeah, basically. Got, you have a right to remain silent. Anything you say can it will be used against you in a court of law. <laughs> no comment. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> on a radio show. There you go. Oh man, we're screwed. <laughs> all right, so guns and giggles. One more time. When's that going to be? June fifth, eight p.m. Saturday, Central Texas Gunworks, three two one Ben White Boulevard, Austin, Texas, hosted by Eli Halpern. The host of the Giggle Boys podcast, produced by Faust Media, and also featuring Reed Becker, Brett Erickson, and Jason Rouse. Reed, Reed Marshall, Marshall Becker. Becker. Reed, look. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Well, you just got to. Wait, did you say uh, June 5th at 8 p.m.? June 5th at 8 p.m. June 5th at 8 p.m. <laughs> oh, my goodness. June, <laughs> what's happening right now? 
Uh, Michael, what's happening right now is you have three of the greatest comics in the world. <laughs> uh, I just realized there's two. <laughs> two of them. Reed is two of them. <laughs> I've got problems. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> so anyways, uh, also a big welcome back to one of the, the greatest guests on the show. Who's that? And the producer, me! Gary oh. Faust, I've been, I was taken down, Michael. He was you not took taken, me down, he man. He was not taken down. What? Did you just introduce yourself? He inter- <laughs> yeah, he introduced himself. Uh, have you met me? Yes. <laughs> he named his kid and his company after himself. Uh, and my, and my uh, satirical news show. Oh, my goodness. Yep. All right, so, yeah, we're going to consult our attorney, um, Edwin Walker, <laughs> with Texas U.S. Law Shield, just doing the break. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Jack Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're talking about Guns and Giggles comedy show. We're also talking about constitutional carry when that sucker passes. We're talking about, I'm talking about the knife that I'm going to carry. I can't wait to get, I'm going to get this to every black person I can find. This big old knife that's just a 32, 38 special. I identify as a black person. You, then you're going to get one. Thank you. You're going to learn today. That's right. We all going to care. We're going to going carry us some guns, y'all. That came out of left field, Michael. It did. I know. That's what I mean. That's what it's meant to do. You should. <laughs> all right. So we're also talking about the comedy show. We're also talking about, check this out. There's a video that's going around social media. There's a video of a police officer. He's not an Austin police officer. He's just a police officer. We don't know what police department he works for. Uh, But he's a police officer working a construction zone uh, in Austin on South 1st Street. And boy, let me tell you what he did to this young lady. It's not true. This dude, let me tell you. Yeah, let's go and roll with that audio. Get over there. My public duty is go that way. Yeah, get over there. And you just want to arrest me. Yeah, get over there. Get over there. You're just, what's your name though? Hurry up. What's your name? Get up over there. Stop shouting at me get and tell there. me your name, please. You wanna get pepper sprayed? Get over there. Hurry up. What's his name, sir? What's his name? What's his name though? He wants to pepper spray my face. What is your name though? What's your name? <laughs> yeah, so apparently he grabbed his his stuff there, you know. And as he's yelling at this lady, she's kind of lost. She's trying to figure out which direction to go because she's trying to get back to work after eating lunch. And she's kind of confused which way to turn so she can make it back to work. So she was actually asking him, kind of trying to ask him for directions, you know, and, and which way to go so she can get back to work. And so he got frustrated with her and start, you know, decided to pull his um, between his legs. Oh, it seems like <laughs> straight to jail is what he was thinking, but did um, <laughs> she get out of the situation or like, that's it? That's well, it? Nothing not, happened? No, he was nothing. just trying to open carry. Yeah, nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he was, I, think he was, I think he was concealed carrying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a small caliber. 
<laughs> oh goodness! All right, so uh, man, that it, yeah. So she's upset and she's trying to consult an attorney to see what her options are, and there, there are no options there. You know, he just he was a he was a rude person. Unfortunately, it's not against the law to be rude. Now, what he can do, uh, this whatever police department he works for, they can actually punish him. You know, because he's not being a that great police officer. So, you know, that that's all that can happen there. Unfortunately, there's nothing against the law. He didn't do, he didn't break any laws, so he can't be, you know, prosecuted or anything like that. So relax, chill, let it it's okay. Some people can have a bad day. You have bad days too. Hey, so, so speaking I can of walk other... up to a cop and do that and that's not illegal. No, yeah, it's not illegal. Absolutely. Okay. That's not disorderly conduct. So, Michael, speaking of other uh, public if you, if officials. There's, if there's a scent that goes with oh, it, or there's a, you say a some. A scent? Perf- a scent, uh, uh, an odor. If there's an odor, or there's a. An you, odor. You, that's right, an odor. No, an odor. I, I, I can't say that. Odor. Say it again? Leave me alone. Oh, odor. <laughs> I'm, I'm, excuse me, I'm being picked on right now. <laughs> What's the word? Odor. Right, that thing right there. Or if there's <laughs> if there's bad, you know, bad language, you know, out loud, then that's disorderly. Odor conduct. as in like flatulation. Oh, that is, that, bad that's, language. What? You can get arrested for bad language. That's right. You cannot. You if you yell profanity out loud, that is disorderly conduct. What? That is correct. What happened to freedom of speech? Yeah. What in the world? I did not know that. I'm just. You look up disorderly conduct for Texas. That might explain a few of my arrests. I don't think certain words are <laughs> protected by uh, freedom of speech in, in Texas when it comes to profanity. Like you said, you can get in trouble for cussing out the cops. That's right. That's that's right. That's, that's not. I don't agree with that. Hey. So, anyways, Michael, for the third time, speaking of other government officials, Mr. Chris Harris. Mr. Chris is Harris. He even, is he even a government official? I don't know, Michael. Don't no. pick apart my words, okay? Okay. He's a, he does a thing with the government, okay? With the city, city the of point. Austin. God, I hate this thing. City planner? Okay. He's, uh, he's the guy that was pushing all the homeless stuff. Anyways, he has been, we've, he's been circulated back into our conversation mm-hmm. regarding the radio show mm-hmm. uh, when a year and a half ago or so, maybe it was a, does that sound about right? A year and a half ago? Mm-hmm. He was supposed to appear on the show. He didn't show up. When Cleo Patricic was here, mm-hmm. because he was too weak, uh, too much of a coward, and a pathetic person to be able to have a conversation about what he stands for and what right. his beliefs are. Yeah, and now he's he's going at it again. So, uh, and you've been you've been uh, going back and forth with him on Twitter. Yeah. So apparently, um, there's Axon, uh, some company that actually is providing equipment for the city of Austin. So apparently, he's been appointed, you know, as a part of some commission or something to oversee you know this equipment we're talking public safety commissioner that's what his title is and we're talking about a contract with the city of austin for 48.3 million dollars and let me say that again that's 48.3 million dollars that's 48.3 million dollars and this is all police related uh Funding. So the contract with Axon will cost the city $48.3 million over the next 10 years for continued support of existing equipment and programs. Uh, this, this amendment represents $5.3 million in negotiated costs and savings based on the 2019 DIR pricing with council's approval prior to February the 14, 2020, the quote expiration date. The city saves an additional $9.2 million based on the Axon's 2020 pricing model. And, yeah, it's, it's yeah. We're talking a lot of dinero, a lot of money I can Didn't take they to the defund casino. the police? They did. Another refunding the police? And now with that $48.3 million. Yeah, this, the same guy that's, that was, that was uh, saying defund the police is now working on contracts to fund the police. Imagine that. Yeah, it's all, it, well, you know, you know. I think that's the point. But he's getting a job with this company now, right? 
Um, not Jackson, necessarily no. get a job with the company, no. So this is something with the city, but we'll see what, you know. That's It's hard to follow the money to see where the kickbacks come back. Reminds me of uh, this this one guy. I don't remember his name. He was a government official that prosecuted a, a cryptocurrency case and sent a number of people to prison for money laundering related stuff. And uh, then he quit the government and started his own uh, Bitcoin company. Because <laughs> he knew where the money was. <laughs> He's like, man, let me tell you, these guys are on to something. Let me get into this cryptocurrency. By the way, it's down to what is it? what's Bitcoin at right now? Um, 48. Big crash. No, it's like 40, 48 right now. So $48,000? <laughs> That's what he just said. Oh, yeah. No, it's not 48. No, it's not 48. <laughs> It's actually uh, 44,000 right now. So, 40, so now's the time to buy. Why'd you say 48? So, yeah, so Bit, <laughs> Bitcoin is at $44,000. So now's the time to buy. Hey, I got another little interesting anecdote on this Chris Harris guy, right? Because I, I don't like him. You don't like Chris Harris? No, I never have. All right, well, you know. I mean, you know how okay, whatever. He's a little scary. <clears throat> I don't, I, anybody that doesn't come on the show is afraid to really stand up. They, they're afraid to defend themselves. Well, I don't like him because he lied to me multiple times. And said, I'm coming on. I'll be on the show. A number of things yeah. to me, but that's neither here nor there. All right. Um, so like you said, Axon has named Chris Harris to its AI ethics board to supervise the development and production of company's AI technology. Axon announced on Tuesday, our new AI ethics board members bring a wealth of knowledge and experience, including privacy, social justice, and some of the most directly relevant core science and applied machine learning topics, such as... Deep fake and image manipulation detection. That's what this guy is doing. So maybe so it sounds like he is getting paid to do this job now. If he if the company has hired him. I mean, I don't have enough information to confirm yeah, it. Deny so that, no one, no one's we're not getting that info just yet, but that sounds like he's getting paid. So he currently serves as a campaign coordinator for Texas Appleseed, a public interest nonprofit that promotes social and economic justice for all Texans, and as public safety commissioner. Representing District 1 in the city of Austin. He is government. I told you that. So what does he actually do? It seems like he's a lobbyist for a corporation while also working for the government. Ooh, there you go. You, you, get, you just you're, said you're what under- I'm not smart enough to say. Yeah, you're that's exactly what it is. What it like. that's, yeah. that's a scam. And I'm, isn't that that's a, a conflict of interest? And there's a number of problems. Say it one there. more time for the people in the back of the bus. Uh, corporate lobbyist working for the government. Say, say it one more time for the people on the short bus. Um, Slowly. He, um... He get big money to 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 do other thing. That is kind of unethical, yeah. He get big money. <laughs> he get big money. Perfect. Jabba, I totally understand. Jabba now. Binks back here in the. <laughs> oh my goodness! This yeah. is what happens when you have comedians in here to talk about guns and giggles. We're gonna talk about guns and giggles. I mean, what can you talk about as far as a comedy show when it comes to guns? What's funny about guns? Uh, a lot. You can kill yourself. You can kill other people. That's, okay. Have you ever, Michael? Have you? <laughs> never mind. <laughs> okay. Oh, and, go back ahead. No, I had a. a uh, what you else? Can, you can accidentally kill yourself. <laughs> okay. I think Eli might be low key suicidal. Like high key. Well, he did. Uh, Eli did have a bit about the suicide self defense. Oh really? Yeah, there's a joke about it. I have a whole stock of gun jokes. It made it had millions uh, of views. I've read a lot of magazines. Millions of views on on uh, TikTok. So you're you're gonna be the one that gets me in big trouble. Abs- oh, Michael, you you done you done dug so your I'm own really, grave. So this is telling me this. I'm really gonna get in trouble about this. I thought Wonderful. you do that. Go to a set and people not get bad. 
Wonderful. Well, it depends if people take it like uh, like a Tony Hinchcliffe way or if they take it in a Pong Dang way. I'm used to it, you know. I'm used to them going to our little Google and Facebook and sending those comments about the business, about how they hate are you, are us. You, were you familiar with the reference I made? No, no. Uh, who, want, who wants to be the one that uh, explains, explains that this? to me? Who, who? In the microphone. Am I allowed to say the word? No, no absolutely. Not. If you if you have to ask the answers, no. I don't even know what it is, but no. Uh, yeah, basically, it's um, there's now a second c word because of this. Uh, okay. Yes, and it uh, <laughs> and it's not Chinaman. I'm actually scared yes, right now. But yeah, exactly. So we're skirting precariously across the, the line. Okay. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, Tony came out after um, a guy from China did uh, comedy. Okay. And uh, and he uh, he was you know let's just be honest it was some hack material that was going after pretty much every every race okay um, and then Tony gets on and does a satirical um, like just makes fun of China makes fun of uh, Pong everything like that and he threw out the c word used okay. an epithet yeah right. and uh, in and a, so, in a yeah. set on a comedy stage remember yeah that. and they uh, Pong uh, and I think his buddy recorded it. <clears throat> okay. And they, they put it up online. So it makes him look really bad. And then Even they, though, they sent it to TMZ yeah, and yeah. other places. And they made a big deal about it? Well, well, they, 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 he, he, lost his, he lost his, his talent agency and Antone's dropped Kill Tony's show yeah. and a number of other things. But, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's uh, comedy. It's, it's a bunch of people pretending that uh, they don't know what satire is. It's it that that's all it is. It's just so they can attack somebody that they don't like because he doesn't share their political viewpoint. Yeah, that's, that's it. And, that's and, it. And it, it. Hey, but that's showbiz, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, you know what? Also, earlier this week, uh, one of the city council members um, in District One. What is her name? City council member in District Natasha Harper Madison was drugged through the mud this week. Uh, someone accused her of you know doing something. It was a big, huge stink about that. The city council they talked about it for like two hours during the city council meeting. What did she do? Um, uh, she was just you know kind of unethical. You know some things that she did was you know just unethical, and so they couldn't come to a conclusion, and they end up moving on after two hours of discussion about this. What you know? What, so what did she do? Oh well, you know you just have to go to the video and take a look at the city council meeting for this past Thursday. How, how am I supposed to comment on this if I don't know what happened? I'm just throwing the mud out there. Yeah, that's what I do. I throw mud. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Well, anyways, the, so if if uh, if people were to... Maybe if Olivia Overturf calls in and tells us about oh, it, she God. can tell you exactly you know what it no. is and what happened and all that kind of stuff. I'd rather I'd rather jump off the second floor of this building. So, but anyways, uh, so we were talking about the guns and giggles, and you're saying like if somebody was to cancel you, it did, I, my point with the Tony Hench clip. You can't cancel guns and giggles. Uh, you can only cancel it if the comedians don't show up. I'm not canceling this show. We're gonna do guns and giggles, and we can, we've done we did guns and giggles for like four or five years. Before and Tony Hinchcliffe to is headlining. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, that would is, be great. Uh, That'd be a good way to come back. Hey, but yeah, it, it just depends if people take it uh, on the chin or if they're gonna be soft and sensitive. And it is what take it the is. Pong it's a comedy out. show. If you don't like it, leave. Yep. Simple as that. And uh, and if anybody can make something worse than Tony Hinchcliffe, it's Eli Halpern. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like it, heckle the comedian. I'm sure you got some words for you. Yeah, don't heckle the comedians. Don't heckle the comedians? <laughs> Why? That's a bad thing? You just, you don't do that. Oh, that's rude? Yeah. Okay. Why? I thought it was an improvement to the show. Like That's why I don't invite you to my shows. Oh, true. All right, so we're talking, <laughs> we're talking about guns and giggles. We're talking about constitutional care. We're talking about a lot of stuff. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talkin'. This is Coley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talkin' with Michael Cargill. 
Talk, 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back and we're talking about uh, we're talking about the Guns and Giggles comedy show. We're talking about current events also. So apparently, Samantha B. Gun Special. Uh, what is that? Samantha B. Gun Special. It's the Second Amendment. Samantha B. Um, the supposed comedian. She's Canadian. Yeah. She's Canadian. She, yeah, so she's, she's probably keep her mouth shut. Yeah. Not yeah. So uh, what? Well, she she's say? talking about the Second Amendment. She said that it's uh, worthless and that only fragile men like guns, which is discounting the entire other gender of women. Oh, you know, freedom. <laughs> well, yeah, or, well, I mean, it just even even in her statement in the, at its core is very sexist. She's assuming she said, that only men have guns. So she said that it's outdated and useless, and it's, you know, fragile men were attracted to owning them, and said right. gun manufacturers add gadgets like lasers to conceal the danger of guns. Which I I don't even know what that means. That's, a, that's an insane statement. Yeah, well, she's Samantha B. Yeah, she she's awful. She's pure propaganda. I, I, I can't stand her. She has no uh, no ethical standard. She's a, a just like any other postmodernist these days, just a complete scumbag. Wait, the uh, the Daily Show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's not even funny. All, all of those, all of those people are same. The same thing with SNL. They steal skits, they steal jokes, and then they have these stupid, annoying, woke people that aren't funny. Do them, and then they're not funny. Like, that's why they didn't have Shane Gillis on there, because that guy's hilarious. And the skits he's making now are better than anything SNL has they, ever They done. are. And you know what else? He Shane Gillis also was canceled for saying the Henchcliffe. <laughs> yeah. He did the Henchcliffe. <laughs> I forgot about that. Anyways, yes, yeah, so Samantha B is uh, anti-gun. And, I mean, you guys are comics, and you work in... Wait, and she's Canadian talking about gun stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, the we, biggest we don't names, the Canadians. The biggest names talking about guns in America are not from here. Like uh, John Oliver, right. Trevor Noah, Jim Jeffries. All the people that are going to ask us to come save them when something happens. No, they won't. <laughs> yeah, they no, won't. No, they'll, 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 they're rich. We'll no, be, no, we'll no, be, no, we'll bow we, down to we the reptilian the, overlords. Yeah, they won't, they don't need to be saved because they don't, they're, they're so. Those type of people are so. They probably uh, have security that have guns. Yeah, we're the, they're we're they're we're so the mentally enslaved at this point that they would they would welcome tyranny into their lives. No, I think we're the world police, so they'll definitely come and dial nine one one and ask America to come the, save. The them. UN got this, or they don't really believe it and they're just going off their writers. Yeah. All right, so I don't know. All right, so let's see what else is going on in the world. So apparently, what is this? Ducey signs law declaring gun shops essential, protecting them from lawsuits and all that kind of stuff. What is that all about? There was a, uh, what state was that in? I Tucson, forgot. Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, so they they signed a law. So that, well, you just read it. All right. So <laughs> Governor Doug Ducey signed legislation uh, to declare gun shops essential and protect them, and firearm manufacturers and trade associations like the National Rifle Association from being sued by those who are killed or injured by their products. Ooh, that's a harsh statement. Oh. I think it's absurd to be able to sue a company for someone who does something else with their product. It's, like a it's car, like, it's like, like the automobile? Or like a fork manufacturer. We stab someone with a fork. I'm going to sue the fork manufacturer. It's the same clause, really. A forklift, a car. Forklift, okay. A knife. I mean, you can sue anyone for anything in America. That's true. Yeah. And there's, you can't really take that away. It, it sucks, but there's got to be some good out of it. But you know, because if you get limited on who you can sue, like 
if you keep pushing the line, eventually you're not going to be able to sue things that actually need to be sued. That's so valid. if you have about five or six drinks and you jump in your vehicle and you go and drive and you kill someone, you think it's okay for the family to be able to sue the, sue the manufacturer of the the car? They should sue the alcohol manufacturer. Yeah, no, technically yeah. it's on the bar and the server that served them. Um, according well, to TBAC, it's on the bar well, itself. Could it be the, be the gas station that. attendant that sold them the... No, 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 like if you get no, caught no, with no, heroin, no, no. you get off if you throw the heroin so now, dealer what, under the bus. So now, should the gun store be held responsible? No. No. Well, they sold the per- uh, they sold the person the gun. I mean, they, they sold them the gun, yes, but I think that's a little bit different than alcohol. Um, when you take alcohol, you're consuming it and using it. When they're giving the gun, they're just giving it the gun. They're not like, here's the bullets, and they immediately start shooting. Okay. This is much different because they don't know what the bullets are going to be used for. You you give them alcohol, it's it's going directly in their body, right then and there. I sounds like the same thing to me. I look here's the deal. Here's the bullets the deal. are going to get shot, right? The only look the beers are going to get drank. The bullets are going to get shot. This yeah. is Texas. Okay, that's it. That's the end of the show, Michael. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say that um, there's a troubling aspect in many of these new laws that are coming around uh, in our modern era that completely negate the idea of uh, freedom, individual um, choice, the the basic things that made this country great, and they're trying to push it on other people. And I think that's purely uh, an attempt to, um, well, I mean, we all know it. It's it's an attempt to to limit what we're uh, able to do, what we're capable of uh, doing. being able to uh, to do in this country, whether it's Lim- limit your choices, save, yeah, right? exactly. I mean, it's it's a consistent attack on individual uh, expression and freedom. Okay, that wasn't funny. I'm sorry. That <laughs> 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 right, right. was poignant, though. That was good. What are you gonna say, Eli? I was gonna say the same thing. I was gonna say America's anti-individualism. What does that mean? They want everyone grouped. Uniform. You mean it's becoming like that? Yeah, culturally, right? Working like a, a corporate machine. Yeah. America cares about companies, not people. That's why everyone should file an S-Corp, and uh, it doesn't even matter if you sell anything. Just talk about your business. Everything's a write-off. You hear that, Taylor? Yes. Okay, good. Just making sure. (laughs) I don't know, Zach, what do you think? I second all these guys' statements. Hey, I second amendment. I third. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think that went Write better jokes, Gary. <laughs> yeah, that was a dad joke, sorry. All right, so um, we had a beginner beginner firearm safety course today. Man, what do you think about uh, our students there? What do, you, what do you think about that experience of helping new shooters into the gun community? Zach? I think it's great. We need to do more of that. Yeah, Michael, do you think there's going to be more or fewer students in class after permitless carry gets passed. I think they're going to be fewer students in class after permitless carry or constitutional carry passes. Really? Yes. Absolutely. So you don't think that when people and this is I'm playing devil's advocate here. Sure, you know me. I'm I'm and I'm, I'm not I'm, liable I'm be, for anything I say ever. I'm going to be honest. It's all you. devil's advocate. So you ask me the question, I'll be honest. Um where were you on the night of <laughs> hypothetical scenario here? Are you a cop? So we have <laughs> we have um, permitless carry getting passed, mm-hmm. and then people who previously wouldn't have gotten a permit in LTC, mm-hmm. like you or I. Ha- what, what was, was that? that? 
I just felt it over my head. I don't even know what that was. It was a rubber band. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. if, if you have permitless carry get passed and people who previously weren't probably going to get their LTC, okay. um, let's say that they, they now view guns as something that's easily accessible, so they might go purchase one now, and they want to know the the proper they want to be educated on it and trained on how to properly use it. You don't think that that's going to affect the the class like in a positive way? More people? No, I I, I think that you have a you have a large percentage of people that are out there that are going to find out that constitutional carry has passed and they're just going to get a gun and you know, just that, never and not teach themselves and not learn what the laws are. Well, really? there've already been people who thought permitless carry passed and, and then illegally carried guns. That's correct. Already, and the law hasn't passed. Did they get arrested? Yes. Do you think they'll be prosecuted? Because by the time that will go to court, it'll they'll be, be grandfather in, Travis, in Travis County. Yes, but then you know. Yeah, because Travis County is not a we'll gun see. friendly. I mean, it's not not gun friendly, but you know what I'm trying to say. There's an amendment that says that I think you can get uh, it'll be like expunged or deferred or something like that. Uh, we'll see how this bill comes out once it's all finished. It should it should be it shouldn't be expunged or deferred. It should be removed completely. Yeah. If you have a if you have a, a a criminal record and it gets expunged, it doesn't mean it's gone. Yeah, that's not what that that's not how that works. I agree. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> yeah, but you know, hey. So I, the bottom line is, I, yes, I think less people will take a class because they think that hey, hey it's it's passed. I'm not going to spend the money. I'm not going to go through that effort and take that class. And, and they're going to start carrying a gun, and then they're going to find out either the hard way. They'll either get prosecuted, charged with the crime. Or it'll be court ordered because what they did was wrong. So the okay, judge so, ordered them to go. So to this class. is anecdotal, but my mother, uh, she has been taking. She's been going to these these firearms training classes for months, and she doesn't have a, an LTC. She's from she lives in Ohio, but she doesn't feel comfortable enough to carry a gun yet. So she's she's taking the classes and training until. She, she feels comfortable. comfortable. So okay. there's there are people like that too. There, it's not just a bunch of idiots out there that are sure. like. Hey, well, <laughs> there, I mean, there's some smart people that are out there. All right, we come back from the break. We'll talk about this and talk about more. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, we're talking about Guns and Giggles, the comedy show. That's going to be when? June 5th, 8 p.m., Central Texas Gunworks, 321 West Ben White Boulevard. Hosted by Eli Halpern. That's right. Hey. All right, so Guns and Giggles <laughs> comedy show. That's right. We're going to talk about guns. We're going to giggle. Going to have some pizza. You can bring BYOB. BYOG as well. Bring your own guns. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You can carry, I don't know if I want to do this. You can carry your gun in the gun store doing the comedy show. And you know what? Let's talk about this efforts to weed out extremists in law enforcement. It is meeting resistance in some states and some places. So apparently, in the battle to stamp out extremism from the ranks of the police, lawmakers from California to Minnesota have proposed solutions they thought were straightforward. Well, some laws would empower the police to do more robust background checks of, of recruits, letting them vet social media to make sure new officers were not members of hate groups. Other laws would make it easier for departments to fire officers in ties to extremists. But legislatures working to get these measures passed on in recent months have found themselves confronting a thicket of obstacles and somewhat unexpected opposition, wrangling from straight Republican versus Democrat clashes to profound questions about protecting constitutional rights. 
So what is going on around the country when it comes to stumping out extremism in our law enforcement? Why is it so difficult? Anybody? Ferris? I have a lot of comments on this. Oh, yeah. yeah you're seeing a, um, this is the beginning of a political purge. And you're starting to see it, uh, especially with these uh, the arrests they're making of like uh, people that were just in the Capitol uh, on uh, January 6th that weren't actually in the Capitol building. You start, but you're starting to see it um, through. In fact, uh, the um, the general appointed to run uh, Space Force was fired. He was removed from that position simply because he uh, he was he talked bad about Marxism. Straight up, this is an actual story that's happening in America. We're watching the beginning of a true political purge in America. It's it's kind of fascinating, very disturbing. And we even see this in the, um, in Texas because in Texas. They, they made sure they put in there, you cannot be a gang member and carry a gun if constitutional carry passes, but they refused to pass the amendment that said that if you were a member of uh, an extremist group, you know, you couldn't carry a gun. They didn't pass that amendment. Yeah. So you, can, you can't be a gang member, but you can be an extremist. Well, what defines it, an extremist? Group? That, exactly. Who, who, you know, what is that? Uh... That's, 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 that's. Yeah, I think that's good. Why do you think that's good? Because the government could just label anyone an extremist. Yeah, we could be I mean, they can already you can label, label you as a terrorist you can and, la- and detain you without uh, probable cause. Yeah, they can, they can label me a gang member if I have a tattoo. Yeah, but that's what I'm. That's the point. That's why I said earlier so they that's, should. So that's, that's okay. why I said earlier that they should allow the gang bangers to have the guns, and they shouldn't just be able to arbitrarily label people whatever they want, because then that maintains the state's power. Well, over us, did, Michael. They could label you a a, a, a black oh, <laughs> a Black Panther, right? And then they could say that you're an extremist, right? They well, could label Zach uh, White Panther a white. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you would have said that into the mic. He's got a vibranium arm. Yeah, but, um, but you, you understand what I'm saying? Like right. that's why this is a problem. Right. There's a pendulum. It swings both ways. And if you don't maintain uh, your the like consistent, if you're not consistent with your beliefs. And allow it when you don't like it, and allow it when you like it. It's going to cause problems further down the road. So we're saying is you know okay. it's getting real when Gary starts mentioning pendulums. Yeah, it's, so it's it's okay for to ban gang members, but it's not okay to ban extremists. No, I just said the opposite. I said it's not okay to ban gang members. Gang banger, get gang bangers guns. Okay. Get homeless people gun knives. Get everybody all these things. <laughs> Who cares? You know why? Because we should all be able to have autonomous societies ourselves. Well, this is this has been a problem throughout. Human history. Uh, the Romans talked about it. Kistodes uh, ipsos kistodes, which means uh, <laughs> I don't who, speak Spanish. <laughs> who will, well, it, it's 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 who will watch uh, who will uh, who watches the watchman? Who will guard the guardsmen themselves? Is what the original phrase, uh, the translation is. This is a the problem. fourth estate. That's what journalism yeah. well, this is to do. Which is which has been bought something. out by Operation Mockingbird. We we've talked, dude. Shut up. <laughs> Continue. Oh, and I mean, I this is uh, this is the problem. People uh, redefining. Concepts at their own will for their political gain, and uh, this is a, this is a tale as old as time. Anytime there's been a a government of any worth, this is an issue that's come up. I they, mean, is, this they, is the they, struggle. They, yeah, they essentially remove any sort of fourth estate like journalism or any sort of branch or entity that can uh, watch over the. Oh yeah, by hook or by crook, because they did it corporately. Yeah, in America. So yeah. there's no way that you can. Uh, like surveil the surveillers or watch the watch. Yeah. I, I keep forgetting what you said. Watch, watch, watch. So what do you I say? Don't speak Spanish, it's, man. All right. <laughs> what do you say to those people that that say that you know certain police you know act like gang members? 
Oh yeah, I mean, oh man, one of the craziest things I ever experienced in my life was uh, I worked at a um, a club in uh, in Austin. This is like two thousand one, um, and a friend of mine uh, was telling me uh, he lived in East Austin, and he was saying, "Reed, you've ever seen Training Day?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "You know uh, Denzel's character?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "There's five guys like that in East Austin." I blew my mind. I never heard anything like that. That there are actually police operating in Austin at that level of criminality. You're talking about people running crews. I think we should disarm the police. Why yeah, that's it? what I'm. That's my. Why that's you, my why, point. I think you, only the civilians should have guns. So, so my question about that is: you disarm the police, what are they going to do? They're gonna stop, or I'll say stop again. Yeah, how, don't how, listen how to them. They, how, exactly. how can they enforce any laws? They can't. They can't. But, but that's the point. I, but a smarter route would be to say: if you're going to disarm the, the civilians, you disarm everyone, which is insane. Obviously, don't disarm the civilians. You don't disarm anyone. You don't. You don't. You don't have. Marge, like special groups that aren't allowed to have guns. It's these. These are Second Amendment says. What does it say? Uh, <laughs> it says uh, well-regulated militia. Thou shalt not, shall not be, be infringed. infringed. So you can't. You can't sit here and say, "Oh, well, the Bloods can't have guns." Like, how does that make sense? Well, devil's advocate. Okay. Amendment means change. So it could be subject to change. Yeah, but that's not how that works, man. That's what the word means. That's how definitions that's not work. How, no, that's not, that's not how the Bill of Rights works. Yes, it is. Amendments are literally changing the Constitution. When it says, shall not be infringed. Yeah, then they can make another amendment that says, shall be infringed. But it does start out by saying, reg- well-regulated. That meant something different back in those times. What did it mean? Are you, yeah, man, are, you like, are you playing well devil's stocked. advocate? Yeah, absolutely. You know, well, okay, I was gonna say you know this well enough. Eli doesn't, but you do. Yeah. So it's like, he, it, so well, those those people will say that they say, hey, well, what about the because uh, Chief Arasavedo, who's now the police chief of Miami Police Department now, what said he always says, yeah, he always says, wait, well, what? Reg- you got to keep what? up with what's going on. What? Acevedo's the worst pile of garbage. I lived in Houston for years. I was raised he is now Did you the, say he Miami? Is, he is now the police chief uh, in the Miami Police Department. Miami. Just failing upwards. Miami Police Department. Miami. <laughs> Florida. What? You did not know that. How do you not know that? This is all corrupt. Yeah, all right, so, why so, is this so mind-blowing to you, Gary? Yeah. So you, go, Because you don't, know, you don't know the politics, but Art Acevedo used to be in Austin. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Houston. Correct. And now he's in Florida. He's just climbing the police ladder. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a scam, dude. It's all Panopticon. This is what I was telling actually, Maj. Actually, they told Maj to Ray about this. Actually, Miami is this actually. This is infuriating. Miami has actually stepped down. <laughs> then Houston? That is correct. What? Yeah, it is. You we, don't think there's more drugs and corruption that he can no, 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 he can no, no. We're talking about finesse the, we're talking about Miami? The, we're talking about the size of the police department. We're and that's not what I'm the, talking about. I'm talking about money. I'm talking about power. I'm talking about control. Well, Miami is a city where I... If, where's Tony Montana from? Wait, hey. Miami. It doesn't matter. Miami has a smaller Cuba. police budget. So anyway, going back. <laughs> Cuba. So, He's from so Cuba. So let's, let's go back because we're getting, we're getting sidetracked. Cuba. No, my, I, so, I was kidding about Tony Montana, but, but my point... So that, let's go back because we're getting sidetracked. Well-regulated militia. Why do you say didn't that mean something different back then? Well like, regulated, well armed, well stocked. Well, the the concept of the militia was the idea that of a citizen. Yeah, which militia is, was which every man yeah, like, above yeah. the age of eighteen. Yeah, anybody, self-organized. Anybody self-organized. using anybody using uh, archaic language to explain that? Oh, re- a regulated militia meant they were regulating the army and guns. No, a well-regulated militia. A militia was not the United States Army. A militia was. Was uh, what's an example of one of those like back? Everybody older than eighteen. 
Yeah, every man. That is correct. And you know, you, well, well, well regulated it means that people know how to use their guns, which means people should be still taking Cargill's class. <laughs> hey, Casey, do the cha-ching oh. noise. Well, Where's the cha-ching? I'll give you an example of militias. Uh, how about the... Um, yeah, nice. uh, the uh, you owe him 80 bucks. The, the, former, the former Yugoslavia, um, which devolved into civil war between all of them after uh, Tito died, who was a strong man and kept it all together. But um, each city formed its own, like, people, because they were being invaded. So literally the citizens formed together um, a militia and fought back against yes. the people invading. That's that, straight that's, up a militia. That's, that's the what people. the Second the Amendment people. is referring to. Yes, You're like 100% the people right, organizing. Because you, you did have the militia and you did have the military. Oh, absolutely. They were actually two different. Very different. Know, we're talking about two different entities. In fact, it was, the, was it the Second Continental, Continental Congress that formed uh, the actual military, if I'm not mistaken? And the Marines were, were um, uh, they actually started in a year before uh, Declaration of Independence in uh, 1775, a distinction that they, uh, so, so a militia is a military force that engages in rebel or terrorist activities in opposition to a regular army. Hey, how interesting is it that exactly. they've changed the description of that? Yeah, but even then you can hear they've the changed the it. definition to the word to make it seem the negative. Yeah, we're just relying on Webster to tell us what yeah, things are. Hey, what Webster, our reality is. tell me what to think. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Well, they change their Crazy definitions times, all the man. time now. All, all of the, the different uh, yeah. uh, dictionaries now change their definitions on a dime based on the it's, social it's Orwell. It's what extremists. Orwell was talking about in 1984. We're yeah. talking about guns and giggles. We're talking about everything. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Hey, this is AWR Hawkins, Bright Park News, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back and we're talking about, I don't even want to tell you what we're talking about during the break. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about these soldiers. Uh, three U.S. soldiers charged with sending guns to Chicago. So apparently, three soldiers were charged Tuesday in connection what? with the transfer oh. of a dozen of firearms to associates in Chicago. Uh, so, man, these, these they were charged basically with transferring firearms across state lines. Were they military weapons? Uh, let's see. They were charged with like out of state resident. They were they were charging transferring firearms to an out of state resident, making false statements while purchasing a firearm. Uh, basically, they filled out the forty four seventy three incorrectly. Apparently. Money laundering, conspiracy, wire fraud, and engaging in the business without firearm license. They are all stationed at Fort Campbell, Kentucky. There was also whoa, there was also a number of AR-15s that went missing from a police department recently. I'm gonna have to look on my phone. It's like twenty something. Twenty five. There we go. That was my audio. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. So, man, the prosecutor's office said 49 empty firearm cases were found during a search of. Uh, one of the guys' uh, home in Clarksville last month, including some matched firearms Clarksville, found at, at the scene. Tennessee? That, that's Kentucky. So Clarksville, out, Kentucky. Right, outside of Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Clark, yeah, I'm sorry, Clarksville, Tennessee, right, which right. is outside I'm of I'm trying Fort, to wrap Fort my head Campbell. around what the what the step-by-step the -step process was here. <laughs> Don't ask me why. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy. So um, yeah, you can't do that. And and for some reason, oh, what's going on here? That's that's me. I, what is, is that? You? That, no, it's me. It's every time I click on it, it, it starts audio. It so apparently, what um, a lot of people think that you can. I and I had somebody do this inside our gun store. You know, buy guns. You know, online somewhere, have them shipped to him, and then like say like. 50, 60 strip lower receivers, and then thinking that he can actually pick those up and then sell them to people. Well, you can't do that. You're actually, you're dealing when it comes to that. And Why? That's, that's actually, that's a felony. Why? You, you're not allowed to sell firearms as a, as a dealer. Are you allowed to just buy 50 for yourself, though? If you if you buy them for yourself, then keep them for yourself, then you can do that. But okay, wait, wait, hold Once on, you start on. selling them, you're hold a on, dealer. Hold on, hold on. So you can buy 50 firearms mm-hmm. from somebody. And what you're doing is legal, but the person selling it to you is illegal? No, no, the person, if you buy it and then sell it, right. that's illegal. You buy them and then you sell them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, then it Get becomes illegal. Um, the, uh, so what, what, what determines when it's considered, like, it's basically just a license, correct? So if you're selling for profit, and there's really, it's like a really gray line there. It's really gray. Yeah, all the, it's in the eyes of the ATF. They think that you're selling, you're dealing, you're buying and selling, buying and selling. Then they'll charge you if they if they bring charges against you, it'll stick. It always does. Because they operate with with like impunity, essentially. It's not that much different than the police with qualified immunity. Yeah, it's like the special police. They're like special police force. <laughs> special, <laughs> really special guys with the ATF. All right, and then also, suspect charged in accidentally shooting death of a three-year-old was barred from possessing the gun. So the gun that a three-year-old boy unintentionally shot and killed himself with in Milwaukee on Saturday belonged to a relative who was out on, out on bail and armed on armed robbery charges. Yeah. yeah. And so this proves that gun laws don't work. Well, you need to make sure that you keep the guns away from kids. You, know, you need to well, make sure the, you lock the, them. Well, we need to get rid of all these three-year-olds, man. You just gotta, you just gotta lock your guns up. You gotta lock them, keep them away from kids. Anyone <laughs> is younger than seventy years of age. But, well, but I think the, I think what, what we can deduce from this is that there's laws that bar criminals from having guns, and they don't work because people that don't follow laws aren't gonna follow another law. Two year olds don't follow laws either. Well, they're outlaws. <laughs> hey, they call them the terrible twos for a reason. <laughs> Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Because they'll shoot you. Do, you. do you understand what I'm saying, Michael? Mm-mm. No? No. Terrible twos with a 22. Okay, so this guy was released on bail okay. on armed robbery charges. So he's he already does not follow the laws. He's aiming guns at people and taking their things. So he was barred from having a gun, but he had one anyways. Mm. This story's not about the three-year-old that shot himself. It's right. about the guy that still bought a gun... Illegally, because gun laws don't work. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, these are the sort of stories that pop up when we talk about, like, how you have to be individually responsible. You know, I mean, this is a complete failure on multiple levels. And we we don't need to make any sort of gun storage laws where your guns are locked up because one dirtbag didn't do it. Just because one guy wasn't responsible doesn't mean we're not responsible. Yeah, if you follow these laws to their logical conclusion, okay, right now, let's say we have most people who are followers of gun laws. They will follow the law, right? And then you have this much smaller subset of people who are outlaws who don't follow the laws. 
And they keep making more gun laws. And we keep making more. They're catering to the the minority. And this group of gun uh, law followers, you know, they are getting infringed on and infringed on. And basically, then they ultimately turn into people who can't really even have guns. Well, no, no, no. But the people who break the laws, they still have all the guns. What happens? They do what they want. What happens, Zach, is that there's the people who were originally legal gun owners. Turn into illegal gun owners. They either do that or they, you know, don't give own up guns. Their guns. Uh-huh. Uh, but if you gave up your guns, I don't think you you really deserve to did have you, one in the but first place. They were place. a gun owner. You know what I mean? Right? Like it's. Uh... Did you guys hear about that? Uh, there was this like gun buyback program, and this guy made his own guns yeah, out of lead pipes and sold. Yeah, I, and they had they were forced to accept them, from what I understood. Yeah, yeah, and he made a that guy is an American hero, dude. He, yeah, he just combined capitalism with. Uh, the police. <laughs> Anarchy or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do to make a buck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but even even the, the structure of that article, what you were talking about, the framing of it is not designed to blame the guy. It's designed to show the right, horror. Which is why I, that's from, why I included that. Yeah. That's why I included that in the production schedule, Reed, because you're right. It the, the framing of the title of the article makes it seem like the... the Guns need to be, there need to be gun storage laws. Yeah. But the reality of it is that the gun laws don't work in the first place, so you don't need further yeah, laws. There's, yeah, there's no law that's going to help that situation where a, a felon gets out, has an illegal gun, and then isn't, like, on top of, like, think about all the steps of stupidity you have to, like, number one, you have to screw your life out completely. Then you're like, oh, yeah, after I get out, I'm going to get a gun because that's what smart people who have felonies do. Right. Then I'm also not going to hide it somewhere <laughs> where a three-year-old can get it. So the level you're talking about somebody who is so obviously on the left side of the bell curve, that like very far down. Well, so it, it, what are you going to do? You can't you can't erase human stupidity, but why, why should somebody else's stupidity be forced on me? Which is right. why we should focus on individual choice. Also, I feel like that guy's been through enough. You know, he got out of, arrested, got out of jail, and now his kid's dead. Give him a break. Yeah. Right. Actually, right. that's the humane side of things. I actually agree with that. All right, go ahead, skip Davis. You want to come and talk? Hey, good uh, good afternoon, Michael. And uh, look, like you got a full house there today. Yes, sir. Hey, listen. Uh, just because somebody gets arrested, they don't necessarily forfeit their rights to Second Amendment uh, possession, the you know weapons possession. The only time that people really lose their lose lose the right to carry or possess uh, weapons uh, in the criminal justice system is upon conviction of a felony, which is wrong. Uh, that's wrong. It shouldn't be that way. Felons shouldn't automatically lose their firearms. He was on bail for armed robbery charges. Yeah. Right, but the, being on bail doesn't necessarily mean that you lose your any rights at all. You're yeah, still that's not true. He wasn't convicted. convicted. Yeah. Right. That's a good point. That's exactly right. So that's a, that's the only point. Now there are there are cases where somebody gets arrested for family violence or protective order issues, and we all know that the that you're supposed to uh, surrender your firearms at that point. Um, but also those are law-abiding citizens who got into a fight with their wife and don't feel like turning in their weapon. Um, suddenly, now they're a criminal. Um, so it's a, I, I, I'm a big advocate. You can tell of uh, constitutional carry. I just believe in it. Everybody should carry guns um, if that's what it takes uh, to, to secure life in America. The police can't be trusted. Uh, they seem to think that uh, they're fearful of everybody, um, and uh, the citizenry now. Um, or fearful of the police. So we're at this uh, interesting standoff. Skip, what do you think um, about uh, felony gun rights, real quickly? Uh, you know, 
again, I think everybody should have the right to defend their home from an invasion. I think everybody should have the right to pro- to pro- protect themselves from uh, from an assault. Um, so I'm, I'm for everybody having guns. It's just, to me, it makes no sense to regulate guns. The part of the Second Amendment says um, a well-regulated militia. Does that mean a militia that where we have all the names and that we know where all the guns are? Is that the regulation they're talking about? Or is it the kind of regulation which is meaning back in those days that they were able to march and fight uh, in uh, in the formations that were required to fight battles of the day back then? Absolutely. It's an interesting concept. Um but the one thing that differs between all of the other amendments of the Bill of Rights is that Congress shall make no law to infringe upon. Yeah. All right. Thank That's you, Skip. A- 100%. Adios, hit, hit the nail on the head, Skip. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. As always, more guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You listen, come and talk it with Michael Cargill. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 